Yes, we are welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toladano. John Wall doesn't need no introduction. It's an insider's look at the NBA and culture surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick of the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Kalshi. Maybe you thought uh, on the future of TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album win album of the year? Will Biden's approval rating go up? Will it go down? Or inflation? You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. You're smart. You know things. Bet on it. $20 bonus if you go to Kalshi.com slash stereo. Spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. Kalshi.com slash stereo. Get in the game. There is no guarantee of performance. An investor could lose their entire investment. Investment fees. iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at Kalshi.com. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast World Tour is real. Thursday, July 26th in Toronto. Saturday, August 4th in New York City. Saturday, August 18th in Houston, Texas. Wednesday, August 22nd in fucking Philadelphia, Pennsylvania at Union Transfer. I cannot wait to play Philly. And Saturday, the 25th of August in Boston, Massachusetts. We're coming out there, Brady. August 25th, I Am Rappaport Tour. You can get tickets www.iamrappaporttour.com. Come see me, G. Moody, and you know we're always going to have special guests all summer long. iamrappaporttour.com. All right, what's up? This is Michael Rappaport. You are now listening to the I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast, where today me and G. Moody, last name rhymes with duty, are going to be doing the damn thing in prime time for the people. We're going to be discussing the skinny genification of late night TV. Joe Jackson, the father of Michael Jackson, passed away. 
the NBA awards have been announced, and so much more. Me and G Moody, last name rhymes with duty, heroic podcasting in prime time. Miles Jordan, let me get something funky for the prime time people. All right, my name is Michael Rapport, a.k.a. Air Marshal Mike, a.k.a. Mr. New York, a.k.a. the Gringo Mandingo, a.k.a. the Jake LaMotta of podcast. I'm here with G. Moody, last name rhymes with duty, three-time podcast co-host of the year. Mr. Moody, how you feeling, my friend? Uh, I feel good, man. Uh, I can't complain. Uh, it's a great day. It's nice sunshine. I'm, I'm cooling out. Uh What's up with you, man? How's it hanging? <laughs> oh, I think what you mean to go is how's the life of a hero? Is that what you, yeah. That's what you wanted to ask, right? Yeah, exactly. Um, well, I get heckled at, not in a bad way, every day, uh, twice today. I keep track, yeah. Like, oh, you keep track? Yeah, I keep fucking track. Anytime someone says, yo, rap, you're a hero. Yo, rap, thanks for what you did, or anything like that, I keep fucking track. So, yeah, I'm yeah. keeping tabs. Oh, I want to ask you... Uh, if if uh, Donald Trump extended an invitation, would you take it as a uh, uh, an American citizen, or would you uh, deny it? Oh, you mean uh, uh, well, uh, you, this is spawning from Ice Cube uh, uh, was asked about the incident, which I'm sure everybody who listening to this podcast is is very well familiar with, and we don't need to rehash that right now. Um, Ice Cube thinks that uh, myself, uh, Baron Davis, and Glenn Big Baby Davis should be invited to the White House. I would go. Now, if I went, I would probably get thrown out because I would respectfully tell Donald Trump about his behavior. I wouldn't talk about policies or anything that or anything about that, anything else. But I would say the way you talk and the way you behave and the way you uh, insult and the way you uh, uh, ridicule people and the way you tease people and belittle people is embarrassing. It's not presidential and you have no class. Um, you've never had class. You still have hotels all over the world that uses gold as the primary color. Okay. I, I think about that. Who uses gold as a primary decorating color? You have no <laughs> fucking class. Okay. And, and, and that, and when I said you have no fucking class, that's probably when he kicked me out. Um, I would go without resistance, but you would hear me until you couldn't hear me anymore. Like while they were escorting me out, I would uh -huh. still be talking more shit. So oh, okay. I would go, but I would, I would, while I was accepting my award or my medal of honor or my medal of freedom, I, that's exactly what I would tell him. And I would look him in his face and tell him that. Okay. <laughs> um, um, so, so yes, I would go. I'm not one of these people. I feel like if you have the opportunity to go and you have are even 30, go curse, go curse him out. <laughs> why not? Well, I guarantee you, if I cursed him out, he, you'd hear the president curse too. Uh, he's got, he's got no fucking class. Um, none, no class. Um, he, he's now he's, he's all hyped up on, uh, Jimmy Kimmel and Jimmy Fallon, that's like he's his new obsession. He's all like been out of shape about those guys who have folded. Uh, uh, let's just get into that. The skinny genification of late night TV has happened. Uh, Donald Trump has been insulting uh, Colbert. And, and most recently he insulted Jimmy Fallon. Yeah. Jimmy Fallon said that he 
He regretted when he came on the show and he felt like he humanized him. And at the last two Trump rallies, again, I don't know why this guy's doing rallies. I don't uh, know why the guy's doing rallies a year and a half after winning uh, the election. It makes no sense to me. But, but that's his new obsession is uh, uh, belittling. He said that Jimmy Fallon, I think, is a lost soul and he's this and that. Why are you talking about Jimmy Fallon? But now Jim, Jimmy Fallon, Conan, and Stephen Colbert have caved in and brought in the skinny genification of late night TV. Because back in the days, and as you know, I always say days, Jay Leno, Johnny Carson, David Letterman and these guys, and even when Arsenio Hall first came on the air in the 90s, they were going at each other. They, they, it, was, it was every man's for himself. It was my show's going to be your sh- beat your show. I, I, my show's going to kick your ass. I'm going to get the better guests. I'm going to have the better monologue. And, and we're not friends and family. I'm here to kick your ass. Quite like how it was in the 80s and 90s uh, with basketball. But because yeah. Jimmy Fallon, uh, Conan O'Brien, and Stephen Colbert have all been attacked and ridiculed by the president, the other day they went on... Um, I believe it was Fallon's show, and they, they all showed up via, like, Skype, and they were sitting there, like, making jokes how, oh, Trump is saying this about us, Trump is saying this about uh, uh, each one of us. And I say, you guys are fucking soft. First of all, compete with each other, okay? Because if your show doesn't do well, Jimmy Fallon is going to kick your ass, and you're going to get off the air. This, these guys like all friends and family bullshit. I yeah. liked it when Johnny Carson and David Letterman and Jay Leno, they were out there competing to make the best fucking show possible. Yeah, yeah. I saw that. I saw the rally, and Donald Trump made your point. He said, you know, Johnny Carson, these guys, they had real talent. These fucking guys today, they don't have any talent. He was making that same point. Well, you, you're a big. Let's put. Let's just talk about this. You love Trump, right? You you are a big fan of Trump's, right? I like the uh, bluntness, and I like the no no pussyfooting around. That's that's good from the um, earlier politicians that give you a bunch of smoke and mirrors. This guy's a New York dude. He's straight up with it. I like that, and I don't give a fuck what anybody says. And, and do you like the lying, like the blatant lying? Well, lying. What collusion? No, I mean, I like he the, been I mean the blatant already. lying, like just all of the blatant lying. Like if you don't, if you don't know about the blatant lying, even well, even it, listen. I listened to this guy Ben Shapiro, who is the, uh, as far as I know, I don't know much, but he's the most conservative, well-informed, uh, diligent Republican, conservative Republican that I listen to speak, and even he talks about Donald Trump's lying. So if you, who, in my opinion, knows very little, um, doesn't acknowledge think, his lying... You think I, you think I okay, know very so little. That's your What do you think problem. of his lying? What do you think about the blatant lying? All politicians lie. What the fuck do you... What, what, what you think? The other ones were truthful? You need to get your head out of the ground, yo, and try to be objective, man. You just, you just slamming, slamming. Yo, give it some objectivity. Instead of just slamming, slamming. Try to understand intent. That's the problem, man. And it gets clouded. Have, have you ever I'm, heard another president spend so much time talking about late night show talk show hosts? Okay, let me give it some fucking uh, uh, levity. The reason why he said that, I watched this fucking rally. The reason why he said that is because they're all fake news and they're all coming after him. And they're all saying all kind of lies. So he's saying they're the liars. But who's so the real is, news? 
I don't know. The fuck? I don't, I'm saying he's he's going at them. He's always winning because, because Donald Trump said that Fox News is not fake news. He said that a week ago. Well, I, I don't know. I'm just saying he's going at CNN and all these guys who are not reporting the facts about North Korea, about the shit he did or whatever. So this is what he's saying. That's his beef. And he's straight up with it. So he's going at these dudes. And he made the point about Fallon. He was like, oh, he regrets you uh, uh, that I humanized him or some shit like that. He was like, but this guy before was calling, was in my office and this and that. So he's saying these dudes is fake. He's fake, though. Donald Trump is fake. You think he's not fake because he talks shit? I, I'm saying he he's won. The fakest, he's the fakest, he out fucking of the, he's won. the fakest man in America. He won the election. Like, like at, at some By point. By being fake, I don't even think he believes the things he says. He's so fake. He's pretending that he believes these things. <laughs> he's so fake that he's appealing people that he has no regard and no respect for. So who's the real fake motherfucker? Yeah. Him. He's the fakest right. motherfucker in the world. Okay, and, and if he wins another election, he's what still bridge fake. are you going to jump off? He's still fake. He's still a piece of shit. Man, y'all guys Because crazy, you're the man. one who's not being objective because all every time we talk, every time you go on Instagram and you talk about politics, it's all him. No. Yes, it isn't. you say no, but we're, you're, all you're saying right now is, is that side. That's all you're saying. No, I'm, I'm yes. giving you... Yes. I'm, I'm giving you a power... Of, I'm paraphrasing what this do. I'm not supporting. I'm just yes, saying, you do support okay, him. this is what it means. This is what he means. That's what I'm saying. You saying, fuck this guy. But that ain't civil <laughs> yes, discourse. I say fuck this guy. That, 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 that's not civil discourse. How are we going to talk? And you talk. all you're talking about is slamming, slamming. Let's try to have a, a respectful conversation about the intent of the policy, not... The emotion and, uh, and throwing race in it. It ain't always race. But he do, But that's what he does. How? I, I, what do you mean how? How could you say how? How could you say how? That's oh, all he's done. All he of, does is react off emotion. All he does is react off the ego. Because of the ban? The ban was upheld. No, no, no. Fuck the ban. Okay. All he, I'm talking about the little things. Like the Jimmy Fallon stuff. Like the, the measly shit that he gets hooked on for weeks. Like this is all emotion. This is all ego. Like mm -hmm. why aren't these guys kissing my ass? Nobody's kissing this dude's ass. He thought I, yeah. he, thought he was going to manipulate the world into following his lead. And he was going to bully and shyster and hustle and three-card Monty and talk that, uh, that bullshit and everybody was just, just going to be da-da-da-da-da. You really thought he thought that? Nah, man. I think, yo, he won the election, and he's, he's, he's doing the best he can. I'm just saying, like, wow. Motherfuckers won't even give the dude a chance. They're giving you know him a chance. Saying? Look what he, every day, every week, it's new shit. You care about the tweets, but do you care about the policy? Fuck no. Do you care about the, it's all intertwined. No, that's his behavior. That's his petty shit. And I don't agree with that. That's, no that's way. the president of the United States. Yeah, okay. That's just no, no other president. No other president would, would this be accepted by. That's the president of the United States. So going forward, the standard and what's acceptable from the president of the United States will forever be lowered. By, by, by this guy, nah, man. It's personality. This is this who this guy is, and, and he got into office, and he's like that. So the next president, I mean, not, it's not going to be the same, and motherfuckers ain't just going to step down and be like, yo, I'm going to be like Trump. Y'all guys got to cool out with that, man. Let him, let him do his, his thing and, and go. When, when you Fuck. say y'all guys, you say who? 
You, all y'all motherfuckers, man. I mean, it's just every day, every day, but I, I, I don't know. I just don't you, see. You love Trump. Yo, I like. You love Trump. The way, I like the way the country's going. And I like a guy who says, yo, we're going to take care of our American citizens first. I, and me being an American But he hasn't citizen, done it, though. How? It's all how talk. Nothing's how changed. But he's saying, yo, I'm putting, I'm doing shit. That's, that's, the, to get, that's to get applause in, when he's in South Carolina. And that's to, applaud, to get applause when he's in Florida at the rallies. The rallies. That's <laughs> what he's doing. Why yo. you at the rallies? He, yo, okay, I'll be object. Yo, what do you think he's doing? He's, he's going back to the people that put him in there. Like, yo, we doing this, we doing that. I, I don't know what else you, you, you want this dude to, to be like. He's not Obama. I know your motherfuckers is, is praying for that. It's over, B. This is a new president, a new personality. Let, let that man do him, and then somebody else comes in. But none of y'all motherfuckers going to be able to beat this dude because he revolutionized politics. Telling you. You don't, but you don't, you don't. He's got, I can't wait till this motherfucker goes to jail. <laughs> All right, man. I can't wait till this motherfucker goes to jail. But, but I'm just going to ask you one more time. Since, since he's, he said. Okay. He said, while he was on Fox and Friends, you're not fake news. So Fox News is not fake news, but everything else is fake news, right? <laughs> I don't agree with that. I think he's saying. To manipulate no, people. These, he's saying the left news is all out to just slam me and report my accomplishes uh, wrongly. That's what he's saying. Not all of it. The NBA awards were given out. I'll start with the best award. Uh, Russell Westbrook uh, won most stylish player. Oh, fuck. He did? They, they gave that award out. Most stylish player. Russell Westbrook won 2018 most stylish player. Uh, that's been overshadowed uh, uh, by uh, uh, Ben Simmons, Rookie of the Year. Uh, somehow, someway, LeBron James won the Player of the Year. The fuck that means. Uh, um, uh, <laughs> Dwayne Casey, who got swept uh, in the second round of the uh, of the NBA playoffs, zero to four, uh, won Coach of the Year. And then he was consequently fired. Um, Kemba, Kemba Walker won Sportsmanship of the War, a Year award. Shout out to Kemba Walker. Um, Sportsmanship. And, yeah, I mean, this, that's a good award, though. It's a good award. Yeah, okay, yeah. And and uh, Lou Williams won Sixth Man of the Year. Uh, uh, Rudy Gobert from the Jazz won Defensive Player of the Year. Victor Oladipo, who used to play with Russell Westbrook, won Most Improved Player of the Year. And then <laughs> James Harden, who also used to play with Russell Westbrook, took it one step further and won Most Valuable Player of the Year. Which, which was, to me, was a disgrace. I, if, here, here's the thing. We up 3-2, right? James Harden, Houston, they're up 3-2 against the Warriors. Chris Paul goes down. If you're a real MVP, you step up and you carry that team and you take them to the finals. That didn't happen. You're disqualified. The other guy took a ragtag bunch of guys to the finals. That's the MVP. End of story. That's how you, that's how you differentiate. Well, the, uh, the, these, these awards, unfortunately, are voted. Uh, the votes are cast, uh, uh, like, right after the season ends. Um, and I think that's why Ben Simmons, because uh, uh, in the playoffs, uh, Donovan Mitchell had a, a better run in the playoffs. Obviously, I think it was a tough hill to climb for Ben Simmons, uh, uh, for Donovan Mitchell not to win 
a rookie of the year. Uh, listen, I've said this uh, over and over and over. The most important award out of all the awards the NBA gives out is the MVP of the NBA Finals. None of this shit means yeah. anything. This right. the, like rookie of the year. That's a great award. Every, you know what? The only the, the award that means the least in this to me is regular season MVP because. Yeah. Yeah. At the end of the day, I'd rather have rookie of the year, you know, a defensive player of the year because you know what it is. Regular season MVP, when you got beat in the, not even in the finals, it's it's something you're just, you're proud about, but it, it's always going to sting. It's always going to have a little black eye on it. Yeah. Hell yeah. And why are they trying to turn this, uh, this uh, the NBA into some soul train awards type shit? Like, and with these bogus fucking uh, uh, categories, the most stylish. <laughs> The well, most well, who, stylish. They're, who, they're who giving this out with like at the end of the. They're giving this out on an award show. Give yeah, me a break. Like, and and who who was the other uh, contestants? Who who was he in com- competition with? Oh oh, good question. Um, you know what? I'm not sure about that, but that's a very <laughs> valid question. Like who who were the guys that walked away disappointed? <laughs> who who exactly. was the Donovan Mitchell of the most stylish uh, uh, year? Like who's the guy who came up just a little bit short? Right, <laughs> exactly. These are yo. Get rid of these shows, man. You can't, you can't, uh, glamorize this shit. This is fucking athletes, man. MVP, Rookie of the Year, Coach of the Year, Defensive Player of the Year, Six Man. End of story, man. Most stylish. Uh, get the fuck out the league of into some Instagram shit. Yeah. Um, this is funny to me. So Quentin Tarantino, um, has announced the cast. And the name of his next film, it's called Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. You know, he, he, he keeps it, like, under wraps. No one's read the script. Uh, but it's based on a true story because it's based on the Charles Manson murders. Um, and, and you have actors playing other actors, like Damian Lewis is playing Steve McQueen. Um, Leonardo DiCaprio's in it. Brad Pitt is in it. Uh, Dakota Fanning is in it. Uh, Al Pacino's in it. I have no right. idea what the film is about. Nobody knows what the film is about. But when they announced the cast, people were complaining Uh-oh. about the lack of diversity. Now, he, he, this is how stupid people are. This is how dumb people are. The film is based on a true story. So to, so to appease, what are they called? What do you call them? You get them. Them. Yeah. I just to- <laughs> so, so he to- should, oh, you know what? Steve McQueen, who is a, a an iconic white actor, you know what? Let's just have Samuel Jackson play him, uh, and, and so we don't get anybody upset. And, and you know what? Uh, let's instead of having uh, you know Al Pacino, let's just get Morgan Freeman to play the part because we we want to appease you guys. Let me tell you something. <laughs> this is so dumb. Everybody wants to complain and make every single thing into a racial fucking. Yeah. Incident. People yeah. were like tweeting and protesting and yep. mocking and this and that and the other. It's based on a true story, you dumb fucks. Yeah. No yeah. one's read the script, you dumb fucks. And then when Tarantino did Django Unchained, 
They're complaining about that. When he did, when he did his other films, when he uses the N-word, they're complaining about that. Everything's a see, like, like as if Samuel Jackson is some sucker and he's gonna be there with this blatant racist, and Jamie Foxx is a sucker, and they're gonna be with this, this blatant racist director. People want to complain. And it's not even people. It's Twitter. It's these fucking Twitter people with their self-righteous hashtags. You're complaining (laughs) about the lack of diversity in a true story? You fucking loser, you? Yeah. Yeah. Those are the, uh, that's the race mafia. Race baiting. Everything. Uh, when, when when, When you inject race into everything, you always got yourself as a victim. Oh, look what happened to me. There's no, listen, man, it ain't always like that. Just ignore these motherfuckers. Yo, they go away. Wait, 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 I don't even know. Like, don't you have something better to do? Uh, yo, no. Inject race. I've been victimized. Again, look what happened. It's a period piece. You don't even know the script, but it's based <laughs> on a true story. You're complaining? Don't go see the movie. You're so offended by it? Yeah. These low self-esteem motherfuckers. And the same people that are offended by that, but you don't go support Spike Lee movies. Get the fuck out of here, man, right, with this bullshit. Right. Because because Spike Lee is no diversity too. <laughs> oh yeah, it's just so stupid, man. People are so stupid with this stuff. It's so dumb. Right. Yeah, so man. dumb. I it's so it's so pathetic, man. These people oh, yeah. think they're doing shit with their hashtags and their these little Twitter gangs. Get the fuck out of here, man. You're out there in the real world. I was out there in Houston last week. I'm out there talking to like, there was like 15,000 people. It was a sold out arena. We're talking to all the people before the game, after the game. Like when you're out with real people, regular folk, you see like the, the, the real world does not exist on Twitter. Twitter's Hell a no. fucking joke, man. Yeah, man. That's why I ignore that shit. It's funny. It's, it, it gives us content, but it's, it's stupid. But yo, remember, uh, this girl, uh, this, this woman, businesswoman, Stephanie Wilkinson, the owner of the Red Hen restaurant who uh, blatantly discriminated against Sarah Huckabee. Which I got to tell you, before you go, let me just say, before you get into that thing. Right. I don't agree with people, like, y- you asked me about Trump. Uh-huh. And I said what I said. And, and if I did, in fact, go to the White House, or I don't think I'd ever be invited. That is what I would do. Uh, but it would be under a certain... Uh, you know, I wouldn't run up on anybody. I'm not into these people banning these people from coming to their restaurants. I'm not into people running up to people on the street, screaming at these politicians, you know, flipping on them and all that stuff. Because um, it's going to happen both ways. And, and that's how you're going to incite violence. And, 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 and if you got a problem with it, get out there and vote. You, you can't just be running up to people, screaming on them, screaming at people's wives, uh, you know, disrespecting people, disrespecting people in front of their family, um, not letting people eat. You're, you're breaking into the restaurants. Uh, what, what's the congresswoman here in Los Angeles? Maxine Waters. She fucking nuts, man. If you see them out, scream at them. If you see them at a gas station, this- scream at them. Now, nah, you're fucking crazy because this is just like all that shit is inciting. Like Sarah Sanders is there minding her business. I don't like Sarah Sanders. I don't like Kellyanne Conway. But w- when they're there at a restaurant, like, yo, you, if you want to go up and say something to him, go up and say something to him. But for a, for a restaurant owner to, you know, kick her out of a restaurant, as much as I can't stand these people... I don't support that shit because it's going to start happening both ways. That's what I'm saying. So let me, I wanted to finish. I'll make that point. Uh, She blatantly discriminated against Sarah Huckabee by throwing her out of her restaurant for simply working in the Trump administration. She is now stepping down from her business group. Good. Now, I thought these people were all about diversity, 
tolerance, compassion, no discrimination, multicultural this. They're animals. And, and, and look what they are doing. So only Democrats are allowed in this restaurant. Only people that have the same thoughts that we do. You see, it's, you're, you're doing it's, it's called projection. You're doing everything that you say these people are. But it's the opposite. She can't eat in your restaurant because she works for Donald Trump. The Trump administration. You see what I'm saying? Fuck these people. They're all hypocrites. It's all bullshit. How you going to throw somebody out? That's why you got to step down. You're a, you're a hypocrite. It's a lot. You're a lie. Yeah, and it's going to I guarantee you that restaurant's going to get fucked up. Yeah, out of Maxine business. Waters it, trying to incite violence say, be, because you don't like the dude. Oh, yeah, when you see anybody out, uh, scream at him, don't let him. Yo, the, what, what, that's civilized? No, nah, I, I don't agree with it. It's, it's, it's not okay. It's not I don't, okay. I, yo, I don't see them other dudes. I don't see none of the, the other side doing that. But this goes back to what the core of what I'm saying about your boy. Your boy, Donald Trump, he's brought this out of people because of all the insults and all the comments and all the, the name calling. This is why we're at this point. That's the shit that, that is unforgivable about Donald Trump. Forget oh. all the other things. To me, that's the thing that's unforgivable. And that's the thing that I think is going to be uh, uh, the hardest thing to, 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 to get rid of after he's gone. That, that. And, and there's no ifs, ands, or buts. Who brought that shit into the forefront? It's him. Oh, okay, but when now, how do you how do you act? This is so you mirror you mirror that behavior, or do you or go to the high ground and wait until his term is over? Duke, Duke, you, you <laughs> see, you saying be uh, uh uh be think two sides and all that shit, Duke. You, be you, you you're the one who's not doing that. Your man is a piece of shit. Nah, I, your I'm, man I'm, is a piece I'm, of shit. I'm, nah, I'm saying I'm saying my man. It's going to go down as one of the greats. Watch what I tell you. Fuck out of here. Um, <laughs> speaking of one of the greats, Michael Jackson, his father, Joe Jackson, who uh, he's the visionary of the Jackson Five. Yeah. Uh, most father successful. of. Yeah. Father of all the Jacksons, Janet, Marlon, Jackie, Tito, of course, Michael uh, and the whole Jacks crew passed away at 89 years old. Uh, Michael obviously uh, uh, talked about a tumultuous, dysfunctional, abusive relationship with uh, 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 Joe Jackson. Apparently, Joe Jackson was smacking the soul into those kids, yeah. uh, beating on them, and all that stuff. Um, you know, they were they were poor uh, out there in uh, Gary, Indiana. Um, he passed away, uh, but he was the mastermind, and he's the one who had the vision uh, uh, to create the Jackson Five, the Jacksons. And everything uh, uh, great that came from it, but there was a lot of sacrifice, a lot of suffering, a lot of pain, a lot of abuse in that family. And I'm sure there's a lot more that's going to come out uh, um, as that family gets older and since he's passed, because I'm sure uh, there's a lot of lot more secrets. Joe Joe said he he was uh, uh, physical like that because he wanted to keep him out of jail and keep his kids uh, like get him out of Gary, Indiana, so they wouldn't work. You know, have Michael Jackson working in a steel mill. And uh, and and Gary, Indiana. So he was very, very heavy-handed because he wanted those kids, you know. And 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 black families, you know, getting getting whoopings is, you know, back in the days was 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 uh, a commonplace. Electric cords and all that. So I know what Michael Jackson was going through. <laughs> um, yo, anybody from the I Am Rapport Stereo Podcast fan base, the Rapper Pack, 
Yo, I'm going to Chicago on Thursday, the 28th. I'm flying to Chicago. Uh, you can, uh, I'll be streaming uh, as much as I can of my flight. You know how I get down on a flight, but I'm oh, going sure. out there for the big three. Um, if anybody's out there, there's some tickets available. If you go to the game and you scream my name, get to the game early, you say, yo, rap, yo, dingo, I am Rappaport, I don't fact check anything. Michael, I will do my very best to come fuck with you. Um, there was a handful of uh, I am Rappaport Stereo Podcast fans in Houston last week, met up with them, gave them pounds, took took pictures, took selfies. Uh, I, the, I think the arena opens at 6 in Chicago. I'll be there at 4. Um, the games were were hyped last week. Uh, this Friday in Chicago, 7 p.m. on Facebook and 8, 8 p.m. on Fox Sports. On big <laughs> Fox Sports, 8 p.m. Eastern. Uh, first game is 7 p.m. On, uh, on Facebook. But, yo, if there's anybody, uh, our fans in Chicago, the Chicago area, uh, there's tickets available. If, if you're there and you, you holler at me, I'll be there early. You show up early, I'll come see you, come give you a pound, chill. And, and if I can, I'm not promising anything. If I can, if I can, I'll try to upgrade your seats, whatever I could do. But at the very least, I'll show you love because I, I would oh. love to see any of the fans out there in Chicago. Oh, no doubt, man. Shit, that's going to be dope. Yo, yo, did you hear about the uh, the guy with the million-dollar dick? Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, Andrew, Andrew Wardle had a, a rare birth defect. He was born with one testicle and uh, no, no uh, appendage. So the doctors fashioned a, a penis from his forearm. So, he, got that, he got that bionic dick. Yeah. So the doctor said he had the most expensive dick ever. Skin <laughs> and muscle are ripped from his left arm. A vein is scavenged from his right leg. The skin is then wrapped around the vein into a tube. Then they perform something like pottery, you know, but in this case, it should be called cockery. Mm. So they shape and mold the flesh into a shape of a penis. Mm. Now to test drive it, he has to have uh, an erection. For ten days, damn, and then he's good money. <laughs> yeah, then he, then he's then he's just gonna be bionic dicking. Yeah, <laughs> but that those ten days, man, ten days, ten days with just straight, straight pipe. Yeah, he got his girl. His girl is uh, very excited. Uh, you know, he said he he had he never was single in his life, but he never slept with any of the chicks. He always made mad excuses. Like he would break out, they'd be in the bed, they they wrestling with him, trying to get him to do something. Then boom, he run out of the crib. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, uh, this is a story uh, we've been following for a while. Uh, we're going to continue to follow uh, uh, as it's being uh, reported. Uh, and shout out to my man Andrew. Uh, uh, good luck with that. Those ten days of just, I mean, being bricked up, and then and good luck uh, with everything you're doing in the, in, in the rest of your sex life. We, we're standing by you, and we're on the sidelines cheering you on, Duke. Yeah. How could he skeet, though? I mean, you, if you didn't have a dick, how how are you, how are you going to skeet with, with a bionic one? I don't know I, how he's skeeting, Duke, but uh, I, I'm sure, you know, <laughs> medicine is, is a, a fantastic thing. And, and, and I'm sure if, 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 if there's a will, there's a way. Uh, and my man got that a million-dollar dick. The least he could be able to do is skeet. Yeah, exactly. There was a flight at JFK yesterday uh, where the pilot mistakenly uh, landed the plane in JFK, a, a, a JetBlue flight. 
triggered a, a massive response, obviously. Firefighters uh, got on the tarmac. Police got on the tarmac. It was a flight that was going from JFK to LAX. Somehow or some way, the pilot inadvertently hit the keys that signaled a hijacking. Oh. Sent everything into a complete frenzy. Um, again, they, they came on the plane. They checked it. Uh, thank God it, it was a false alarm. But uh, I have to ask the pilot, what the fuck is you doing, Duke? <laughs> Damn. What the Yo, fuck you is you doing, man? You don't you don't know the code. You, you can't fucking get around that with wrong. the code, Duke. Yo, you got to get fired for that. Yeah, right? yeah. You 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 send people in. You know what kind of fear goes into people if that happens. Hell yeah. You're not um, like Sully. You're not like Sully. Sully landed the shit with no engine. Nah, you're you're getting the, the police involved and firefighters involved. What are you doing, man? Yeah. Um. This has been going uh, uh, around a lot. A Spirit Airlines flight. Uh, a lady, for some reason, was irate because they had to uh, land the plane early uh, because a passenger got sick. And while the plane was in the air, the lady went bat shit crazy. This video has gone viral. Um, mm -hmm. I have the audio here. Miles Jordan, would you please play the audio? Get me the fuck off this goddamn fucking plane! You wanna be shitty and bitchy to me? You'll see me fucking pissed. You will. I don't fucking care. Put me in a fucking safe vest. Now, a lot of people have asked me, since I'm an experienced uh, 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 do-gooder, <laughs> how would I have handled this? Yeah. And I'm gonna be totally honest. If I was on that plane based on the video and I saw somebody running down the aisles and it's not a little kid, you got to knock the shit out of them. You, you, you got to get on some Vaughn Miller, Jack Lambert, Lawrence Taylor shit. Yeah. How Lawrence Taylor used to chase Ron Jaworski. Yeah. That's what you got to get on. Yeah. Like at one point, if you saw the video, like this big dude stands up and she's still going talking crazy. That's when you close arm the bitch. When, yeah. she, when she continues running, running you clothesline, or you hit her with the clothesline, or you trip her. But, yo, you, you can't have people running up and down a plane like that. Do you know what could happen in the air? Yeah, yeah. And if there are older people on the air, the fear, you could cause somebody to have a heart attack. Listen, I wouldn't, yo, a clothesline and just, just a little smack. Yo, calm the fuck down, man. And when she's That's running, it. you all you got to do is trip her. And, and she would have face planted. And you know how yeah. good that would have looked? And, and we're protecting our lives. We're protecting the passengers' lives. This is not a game. I was scared for my life. She's running down the aisle, so I punched her in the face to stop the threat. No problem. Yep. And then you, too, could be considered an American hero. Uh, yeah, I'm looking to ice a motherfucker up there. I can't wait to fly now, rap. I saw you. I said, man, I got to copy my man. I wish somebody would uh, get up and Yo, get, go for this door. Yo, I'm on that flight to Chicago tomorrow morning, uh, head on a swivel. Yep. I head, start getting naked. Head on a swivel. I don't know why you're going to get naked, but that's, that's a whole other thing. Um, another thing that happened in a, a, a plane, uh, these people were on a flight, an AirAsia flight in India. It was, it was raining. For some reason, the entire plane wouldn't get off because it was raining outside. They wouldn't deboard the plane. <laughs> they wouldn't deboard the plane because it was raining and, and because the, the flight had been delayed. So the, the captain 
blast the air conditioning there, which comes off as steam and cold air, and everybody's complaining about that. Yo, we told you to get the fuck off the plane, man. Yeah. Yo, like I said, we got to have our, our, our security team now. Chest naked air marshal security. We told you to get off the plane. Get the fuck off the plane. Yeah, that's it. And then if you don't get off, we're going to physically remove you. That's one warning. That's it. And then, then you come on there. I bet you they'll get up. <laughs> I, I don't know what the question is or how you have anything else to say. We said get off the plane, Duke. Y'all didn't want to get off the plane. We're turning on the AC and we're blasting you out here now. We, we, you don't know what's in that air. We're like, get the All fuck right. off the plane, man. That's it. Plain and simple. That's we're not going to ask twice. Another lunatic on a plane, uh, uh, a Muslim passenger went crazy. This whole thing was caught on um, video. He was given a sandwich that he thought had turkey and ham in it, and he went nuts on it. This is a, a whiz air. Again, whiz air, uh, spirit air, all yeah. these, these half-cool airlines. This is the type <laughs> of shit that goes down. Yep, 99-cent airlines. That's what, like, 99-cent stores, you get the... You get the low budget shit, man. And, and I'm not, I'm not mocking anybody. You, you gotta fly what you could afford or all that stuff. But I'm just saying, be careful when you're on these flights. This guy was Muslim. He thought that there was pork in his sandwich. He started cursing at the. This is supposed to be a Muslim. He's he's supposed to be a practicing Muslim, uh, a man of faith, and he thought he ate pork. And so what does he do? He starts calling the stewardess a stupid fucking bitch. Uh, <laughs> Damn, you're supposed to know. As a Muslim, like, what's pork? I remember the five percenters back in the days used to say, yo, I, I can't eat none of that Twinkies, man. Twinkies huh. got swan in it, B. Huh. <laughs> so they know. You're supposed to know. <laughs> and even if there is pork in there, like, if you're such a practicing Muslim man of faith, why are you cursing at the lady? Yeah. Um, this isn't a funny thing. Uh, this is more stuff that's happening in the air. I, this is crazy that this, yo, I, I, I hate to, to toot our own horn, but I'm going to do it. We've been on this shit since we flew to Austin, Texas uh, last year, um, and this has been going on. Um, this is not a joke. This is serious. But the FBI has put out a list. Uh, the FBI uh, which, that your president called the other day fake fraud FBI. Yeah. Um, he put out the, a result of an of a investigation. The, the number of midair sexual assaults, and again, this is not anything to, to make light of, has increased 66% since mm. 2014 to 2017. I don't know what people think or why they think they can act totally crazy or inappropriate or even have sexual assaults while you're on a plane, uh, but none of this shit is acceptable. Yeah, I sexual know Sexual assaults ain't acceptable. Yeah. Uh, uh, men of faith screaming at the stewardess ain't acceptable. Running up and down the aisles ain't acceptable. And opening the fucking plane door ain't acceptable. And, and, and when me, G. Moody, and the Dust Brothers are on the plane, we need to keep each other safe. Because that shit, those things go down. Yeah, yeah. I know why it's happening. Because there's no security. The airlines need to hire bouncers. They need to hire shit like motherfuckers that just stand the whole flight. So if you anything jumps off, at least we have the confidence that, yo... There's Kimbo Slice. Right. There's fuck. There's fucking. He's fucking chest naked by the door. I could go to sleep now. <laughs> right. I could rest. Run down that aisle if you want. Um. All right. CIM Rapport Stereo Podcast in prime time. 
Yeah. Um, again, oh. yo, if any of you guys are in Chicago, come see me at the United Center Friday. If you buy your TV Friday night, you will see me, the hero, the Gringo Mandingo, on the sideline on Fox Sports 8 p.m. Eastern. Uh, we're going to continue to do the damn thing. You know where to find us. It's the Iron Rapport Stereo Podcast. G Moody. Uh, the last name rhymes with duty. Uh, sure. Me, Michael Rapport, a.k.a. Mr. New York. Miles Jordan. This is 40 Minutes of Funk. Take us out with a smacker. I am Rapport Stereo Podcast. We're out. Peace. Peace.